I'll just read it to you. Yeah, I'll just read it to you. Yeah, just hang out. So, what? All right, everybody, we're recording. It's a podcast. Hey, everybody, this is Matt Marr. Welcome to the Dear Maddie Show. Um, we uh, we're having a good afternoon here with my friend. My, I wanted to call you something special, so I don't know what that would be. I would say like. My JT bestie. Yes. Jesse Evans. That is me. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Welcome here. Welcome here. Thank you. Um, I say JT bestie because the you know question I usually ask people is, first off, is uh, tell everybody how we know one another. Well, we have the best, I mean, no offense to anybody that's been on this <laughs> podcast, but we have the best way we met each other. We probably, we probably do. Actually, Mandy has to say, Mandy and her husband we're on so Mandy Mellon okay. but so we have the same story but okay no I'd be going to remember that so please so we get this audition for you're an actress real and you're fans. an actor I'm, I'm an, an actor. actor right so real Justin Timberlake fans I got 500 emails from all my friends by the way sending me that breakdown oh, they're really? like this is for you I was like I know I already I know. emailed them 10 times yeah I'm, um, I'm on it and so then we both obviously got callbacks we both obviously booked it we did we did we didn't know anything except it was Target we did and they wanted real fans and so we showed we up the first day and immediately we're drawn to each other because clearly we both were the real fans we weren't just actors well you really <laughs> were like a 14 year old girl and you were like the 14 year old girl I always wanted to be <laughs> When it came to Justin, you know what I mean? <laughs> so I was just like, we're soulmates. Obviously. Obviously. Done, done. Done and done. We can't be bad people. We both love Justin. We can't. We can't. Um, yeah. So what was the first day? It was like we learned his song, which was like the biggest that nobody song ever. Knew. Nobody knew. Like, mirrors. Nobody knew mirrors. That song had, you know, y- y'all know that song. And like um, a mirror. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> um, nobody knew it. And so that already felt like, I felt like James Bond. Yeah. Like a spy. Oh. You know, we were in the inn. We, we were the in the inn. Yeah. Um, and, and then we did wardrobe fitting. And, was blah, a, blah, and blah, then blah. that was the first day. And then the second but day. But the first oh. day, they kept putting us in groups. And you and I were in the group every single time. We together. were. They and were we like, were so worried we were going to get yeah, split up. Yeah. And like people would like rehearse it as if it was um, American Idol. You know in American yes. Idol auditions when they would like have their thing prepared. And we uh-huh. were like, no, we're just going to sing we're from our hearts. Sing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and so then the next day we showed up and we were in the first group. So we, we were. Early call time, early hair call. and makeup. Yep. Great time. Um, and we did our Solo shots, great. But they were weird that day because they were like, you cannot go to the bathroom out there. You can only use this craft services. You can only, remember, everything was like, yeah. Like, and we didn't realize we were so oblivious. Yeah. And then there was a behind the scenes crew that was like filming us getting ready. And I was like, I don't want to be a rally star. So I was like hiding from the cameras. <laughs> <laughs> I seriously was. I don't know why. That's hilarious. <laughs> and then they broke us up into other groups again. Like they kept yeah. switching us around. Yeah. But we were always together. We were. And then we did, Hashtag you know, meant to be. Meant to be JTBFFs. Yes, yeah, true. Um, then we did our group. We were the first group up. We sang our song five times. They kept being like, Matt, stop saying the O's. They did. They did. They kept, they kept doing it. They did. So like, what was it? The sixth time? Something like that. Sixth time we're singing mirrors. No direction. Just sing to camera. Uh-huh. And, and um, I hear, oh, I'm like, oh. Matt They're singing like, Matt's the O's again. The fucking O's again. <laughs> and then I'm like, wait, that's not Matt's voice. <laughs> Turn around. Justin Timberlake is surprising us. Yeah. He's right there. Done. We both can't stop Done. smiling now. Just Done. talking. We're just I like know. ear to ear. Not, like bright red. Do you think Justin's... I'm going to tag him. In, oh, yeah. Justin, please Hashtag listen to Mordu this. Hashtag Tag Justin Timberlake. Like, we're friends now. We're friends now. <laughs> and you immediately 
I sobbed. I sobbed. You stopped. I just, you just stood there and sobbed. And sobbed. And I looked at him and said, your eyes are so blue. Yes. That's pretty much yes. was the first thing yes. that I said. Yes. And then he walked away. Come here. Then he walked away and then he came back and he was like, ha just kidding. And he like yeah. came and like approached her when he gave me a humongous hug, which is like forever on tape. Oh, forever on tape. Thank God. And then they were like, surprise, that's the commercial. And we all were stunned. Like, we, we were literally were st- just staring at each other like. When I look back on it, we were fucking stupid. Oh, my like, God. Like, literally, because I remember it was it's Melissa Wood, who was kind of our mm-hmm. wrangler. Um, love her. And she, was, she created the spot, right? She did create the spot. And where's my dog? Oh, Sophie, what are you doing? Sorry, <laughs> my dog's like stuck under the chair. What are you doing, dog? So anyway, um, she created the spot. And... Uh, but I remember saying the first day, because when I got the gig, I, I immediately emailed my agent and I said, is Justin Timberlake going to be in oh. this commercial? And my agent actually said, I think so. Really? And I was, yeah. <gasps> and I was like, what? And then later he came back and said, um, we were emailing about something else. He's like, and by the way, I don't think Justin's in there because I don't think that was before they said like, he didn't know. He right. just assumed Justin right. was in the spot. But then they came back and said like. You know, please keep everything confidential. And like, they never told my agent, but right. he just assumed. Well, um, so b- when I met Melissa, when we were talking that first day, we'd been there like all day. And it was kind of like, okay, we're learning this song. And remember, because we were like, we're going to sing this song for Target, but it's not going to be Justin Timberlake. Like, that's totally boring. Right. But then she said, no, remember they did an Adele one where like they were, girls were singing on a bus and that convinced me because they did do a really cool Adele for Target and Adele was not in it. Yes. And I was like, okay, then that's what they're doing. And plus like they were like, I asked everyone, I was like, he's going to be here to like surprise say thanks, right? I said, you need to. No, he's, he's busy doing whatever. And I told Melissa, I said, I need to prepare for this because I don't know how (laughs) I'm going to be. And she's like, I promise you, I can tell you wholeheartedly he's not going to be here. (laughs) And it was. A relief and a sad, sad sadness that right. came over me. But I still was so giddy that day that I was like, it was oh still my gosh, fun. Wait, we're filming on the set. He just did his Grammy commercial on. Like, yeah. So yeah. Like, we're on his yeah, set. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah like- you kept saying that. You kept saying, oh my God, Justin's essence was like here on the set. It's just, I can't. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you're so crazy. But then it was so funny because we were just, I think when you're like that excited, just to Plus, be on like, set. For us, it's like the biggest deal ever. Like, There's the biggest commercial, commercial I've ever done. We I was booked, finally we in SAG. A national commercial, like yeah. done. So it's like two victories already. Yeah, you're already like winning. But they were. But then I look back, and we really were even stupid, stupid dumb. The second day, when oh. it's like you can't go here and you can't go there, and we're just like. Okay. Okay. We just saw like somebody else was shooting and we're like, really actors. And even we just... hair and makeup. I remember that morning they were like, they're like, so what would you do if you ever saw him? And I was like, oh, I would die. Like, I would die. die yeah. And they were laughing. I was like, no, I literally will die. And then like, <laughs> when, when we had the reveal of the secret, they lost it because oh. they knew they had been like talking to us and, all morning. And it was so great for our group because since we were the first group, we got to spend like so they had to set they did five groups people five groups of like or four groups or whatever four like, groups of five four groups of five and so since we were the first group like he comes out and surprises us but then we go back by like Justin's trailer and we're just hanging out while they're setting up again for the shot yeah they go you guys um you guys know the secret and the rest of the actors don't so you have to hang out with so him you have to hang trailer. out so we literally just I mean we just talked to Justin Timberlake for like two hours yeah, yeah. literally. Yeah. Two hours, and he's just the best, the nicest the best. person in the world. He smells so. Good. I remember there was a moment I like looked down at his ring, and I was like, oh. <laughs> like 
it was like reality set that he really was married. Really wasn't. Oh, it wasn't like fake marriage. No, it was like, I was like, he's oh. a real person who's in love with somebody. And because, oh, that's true. Because you think like, I would totally seduce that person yeah. to sleep with. But then when you see them in real life, you're like, you're like oh. oh, that's like, I would feel like yeah dirty and then and then he i found out later he was like i don't care what you use for the commercial but as long as you get all 20 of them in one shot oh yeah you found that out you found that out which is like i mean so the way people don't know where work is that with you can book a huge national spot commercial and you're like oh my gosh i'm gonna make you know twenty thousand dollars from the spot but if they cut you out and you don't see um your face then guess what you get paid like $600 for the day and thank you and that's yeah. it which would be heartbreaking on so many levels which happens one a lot. money but two like there's no proof we met him <laughs> yeah that would have been hard i mean that happened to me with direct tv spots filmed it yeah. and then never aired that happens yeah. a lot so yeah he's just like yeah so we got to go sing with him again i remember he was telling me like you're so he's like you're so lucky that you're in sag he's like they have the best health insurance yes. and i was like what he's like yes. no man that matters that was his response. We had a good heart to heart, though. We talked about, I was talking about bullying, and he was talking about bullying. And like, we were, I was talking about my experience of growing up gay and feeling different, and it has his experience of like wanting to be like a musical kid yeah. in Florida. And then the Mickey Mouse Club. He yeah, was, like, people making fun of him. And like, he even got like a little like choked up as yeah. we were, I was like, I am the gay white Oprah. I'm <laughs> yes. doing it. And I was just like, feel like I was about to make Justin cry. And then I don't remember her name. She wasn't in our group. Somebody in another group, she like popped over my corner. She's like, Do you still talk to everybody in, in, in sync? And I'm like, you stupid cunt. You're like, we and had I don't a use moment. that word, but I was so angry. <laughs> what a bitch. I was like, of course he talks to people in sync. Of course he does. <laughs> Except for Lance Bass. He didn't yeah. invite him to his wedding. I know. Read the tabloids. I know. And I was so excited because I had worked with him. I did the NSYNC album cover when I was 13. So like oh. I had been with him before, but like I had to be professional. I forgot because they had that was uh, celebrity. Yes. So yes. they had the photo. Yeah. So you're so, on that album so cover. I'm on that album cover. Like this, my little eye eye puzzle piece is there. Um. So I was like, um, I've actually worked with you before. I was on the NSYNC album. He's like, oh, that was my checkered past. Oh, he but said he that. Was like, oh, that was a long time ago. Oh, he did time. say that. He did say that. <laughs> He was so. Was like, I and he was talking. It was about like David Fincher and doing Social Network. Oh yeah. He was talking about. It, he goes and he let us know. He goes. Um, by the way, this isn't the only album. There's going to be another one happening. He let us know. There's oh, yeah, a he part did. two. He did let us know. Yeah. Insane. He was just. I just felt like we should have like a all drinking a beer from a red solo cup at Absolutely. a barbecue. Absolutely. It was just. Absolutely. Salt of the earth, yeah. that man is. Yeah, I, best day ever. And best then it was post traumatic stress disorder because they were like, you cannot. And then tell we couldn't tell anyone. anyone. Like, you signed your life away to Target. So did you tell anybody? Um, yes. Well, I obviously told my parents. Like, I okay. sobbed my face to them. Like, I, I was like, you know, <laughs> like the 14-year-old again. Because I, I need to tell people that when Jesse cries, it's not like, it's like full-on ugly cry, not coming out of your nose, like sobbing. And like, my face, I had like black face. Like, like <laughs> all your mascara was We, we you had know? to do like interviews after and just be ourselves in shock. And they're like, no, we need to touch you up. <laughs> <laughs> they're like this is too much yeah, yeah yeah it was beautiful it was I told um who did I I did not I don't think I told my parents I told my friend Lindsay mm-hmm. who's on Dear Maddie episode one I told her because she's like my she's the person I went to a Justin Timberlake concert yes. with in the first row and all that telling that story was the reason I got in yeah. to that commercial so um yeah it was definitely I. I had to, well, she asked me, she couldn't see me for like two days after the commercial because she immediately like, I was like, it went great. And I just texted her. I was trying to avoid it. She called me. She's like, how was it? 
tell me, tell me everything. And I was like, she's like, did you meet him? And I, I lied to her. Then I was like, no, I didn't meet him. Cause I wasn't going to see her for, it was the next night. I was seeing her the next night. And I just, it was something where you have to tell her in person. Yeah. And so she was like, oh, that's so bum. And I was like, well, actually, I did meet him. <laughs> and I got to sing with him. And like, I just kept going. And she was just mouth agape. <laughs> and just, she kept saying, I can't handle this. No. I can't handle this. Like, she was just like, she got teary. It was no, great. No, was I great. know. It was, it was so it was hard. Great. I lied to so many people. But my roommate finally had to tell because it was like, he. I would see him and be like, what is up with you? I'm like, nothing. <laughs> like, like, I have this deep secret that needs to come out of me. And I experienced the most beautiful day and I cannot talk about it. I know. And you're right, though. It was all on tape. I yeah. love, I love because they did it behind the scenes where they got a lot of you and I yeah, in the behind well, the scenes. And it was crazy because I hid from the cameras all day long. But I'm they like, got us. Well, because they got a lot of our group. Like, they got, yeah. I love the part where they got, like, for me, the most, uh, that, well, they did get at the part well, where I tell him his eyes were so That's blue. That's the best. It did. I did look him right <laughs> in the eyes and say, well, he was walking away and I was like, his eyes are so blue because they are. <laughs> I want everybody, if you're home right now, I want you to think of the bluest thing you've ever seen. Justin Timberlake's eyes are 10 times bluer than yeah, that. Yeah. They're so They're beautifully blue. Um, but uh, I just, um, sorry, I was thinking of his eyes and I got, <laughs> no, totally. KDD, I got distracted. But uh, yeah, yeah, it was just, yeah. It was and great. then we got to go to his party. Like it was the gift that I kept giving. Yeah, we actually, um, so I shot, I don't know if I can say, because I don't know if it's out yet, but I shot a commercial spot that was at, uh, that studio space mm-hmm. and I realized that it was on the day like I um, it came up on my phone it was on the day that we shot the Dustin it was February 12th no or what, it's February 12th yeah, February isn't 12th. it I was shooting <gasps> a commercial on February 12th on that lot. wait that's kind of beautiful isn't it yeah and I, it made me laugh at us even more because I saw how small the space was and I was like <laughs> we didn't fucking tell that he was here <laughs> like but but yeah we sit well, actually it was a I can't say this, but it was in a, like a, acting like we were in a taxi cab in New York City. Uh-huh. So they shot it actually in the parking lot. So the parking lot where we yeah. met him, literally that's where I was when I realized I'd wow. been there two years before. Wow. Like doing a union gig that Justin had got me in. That's kind of beautiful. It was an Oprah full circle or moment. Or how about the moment where they're like, we've been filming all day long and they go, um, so we just talked to Justin's people and there's a, a line change. It's actually not like one of the lyrics was wrong. Oh, yeah. And yeah, yeah. AKA Justin was probably like guys you're guys, singing my yeah. song wrong singing, yeah yeah he was, that's probably what it was because they messed up the words so bad so bad oh yeah and then i like too that when we did go because they we got then they, and they didn't invite all of them i don't know i felt bad for some people they invited everybody but he did his album release party at the l ray right and they invited a group of us to like be on the front row so i wasn't front oh, row well, i see i don't know why they I didn't don't do know. that I, I think i don't know maybe the more face time in the actual spot i don't but maybe it was kind of better because i could have my cocktails and like party it up like uh, right behind you, you guys <laughs> oh it's true i know you were right there <laughs> it's still like second row it was yeah just, but it was also still great in that like i'll never forget like justin like putting his hand down in the audience like what he normally does for every uh-huh. show and he gave me like a double take because he recognized, you know what I mean? Yes. He didn't, I don't think he knew we were going to be down there. Yes. And he was like, and then he looked at me and he was like, hey, like he <laughs> smiled. And I know you have a, 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 a story like. Oh, when just, he recognized yeah, me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want you to tell oh, the story. Well, that's why it's like, I. I we're going to get to your questions. I feel bad about gushing and fangirling because like, I feel like we should be friends now and I should be like cool about oh, it. Oh, no. Yeah, but I never will. No, I you never will. Never will. So I'm catering an event for this like celebrity's wedding. Mm-hmm. And I all of a sudden am downstairs and I see him. 
and I lose my shit. Like, lose it. Again, same thing. <laughs> like I work. run up to the kitchen. I run up to the kitchen, I'm sobbing. And I'm like, I am going to get fired. And everybody's dying laughing because they all know I'm obsessed with him and they all saw him before I did. That's- so they saw him walk by. Then they saw me come up hysterically crying. And I, like, finally, like, get myself together. And I'm like, okay. And so I go down with chicken and waffles. And That's I'm like... Amazing. I'm like, hi. Um, and he goes, what are those? And I'm like, and they're chicken waffles. <laughs> and he was like, what's that sauce on it? I'm like, it's creme fresh. And he goes, wait a minute. He grabs my arm. He goes, wait a minute. I know you. I was like, yeah. He goes, how do I know you? I would never forget your face. He goes, I cannot think of your name, but how do I know you? We know each other, right? And I was like, yeah, I'm your Target super fan. He goes, of course you are. And then he's like with Jessica. He's like, Jess, this is You cute. met Jessica? Yeah. Oh, oh. Who is gorgeous oh like, i'm so she jealous she was not wearing any makeup and is stunning like oh, i'm so jealous i just want to go to off fudge so bad so badly so, so that's our new that. restaurant yeah. name drop yeah, let's go let's go to that yeah justin you're listening to this i know invite us like double day the double, four of us. double day yeah it's great <laughs> yeah okay so, so you, you recognize jessica. me oh i'm so glad I like, asked what's your name i'm like you'll never forget it it's jessica <laughs> So, um, yeah, so like now we're best friends. I'm meeting all of his friends. And then all night, like, I have to be there with him. And he, like, keeps hanging out with me, like, obviously, because we're best friends. Obviously. And then at the end of the night, I was I went up to him. They cut me. And I'm like, I am so sorry. I'm, like, coming up to you. This is unprofessional. But, like, we're friends. And I just wanted to say goodbye. And he, like, grabbed me and tugged me. And he was like, you take care. I know we're going to see each other again. And I know we're going to work together again. And I was like, yes. Did you start crying again? <laughs> and then I got into the um, shuttle because it was all the way like in like <laughs> like the desert. So all of us caterers like are on the shuttle and I would not shut up for three hours. Like they hated me. And then I was like, wait, I need to record and on my phone. <laughs> so I'm like then telling my phone the entire story and like they all were about to murder me. And then, I, and then you text me. Yeah. And then I obviously text you right away. <laughs> You and Lindsay, I'm like, yeah. I'm like the true fans. Yeah, the true. Oh, mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. So we have the best meeting story ever. We do. Yeah, we do. We have a great, great meeting story. Yeah. Um. Well, let's talk about you a little bit. Okay. So, okay. So, like, you're actually. I think you're my first. You're a child actor, right? Yeah. So you've been I was like a child at this. Actor. You're you're a California. You're like a a non lesbian version of Jodie Foster. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Perfect. Yeah. That's Perfect. Me. I that's got me. it. That's so my like, tagline. So tell me a little bit about your your acting. So my story. parents were actors. So I was like in this weird world where I grew up, and I was like, oh, of course you're unemployed. All Are the they time. famous actors? Uh, Just... My mom's a voiceover actress. She oh, did cool. like lots of anime, and then like every mm. Disney Pixar film, and My Little Pony, and Good for all that. Her. And then my dad does everything else. Um, so What's that was kind saying? of fun. Sherry Lynn. Oh, okay. I was yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. She's pretty special. And you're outside um, your dad. Does. And then my dad, um, did like commercials and TV and movies and theater. And so I think kind of by osmosis, it was like, this is what I'm meant to be doing. Of course you, uh, Yeah. Cause you, know. you probably were going with them on sets oh, and everything. Yeah. And then kid. dinner was like talking about, you know, auditions in Santa Monica and how you're going to like uh, redo your schedule. So uh, all the negative stuff, I was like, oh yeah, of course you, you know, are in traffic for two hours because you got to go play for two seconds. Yeah. Um, so then they finally let me do it. So I started doing voiceover, and I did a couple of Disney Pixar films, which was so much fun. You were in like a, a big a uh, Bug's Life. Yeah, yeah. That's how I got my SAG card. 
was Bugs That's Life. That's cool. And were you like one of, were you one of, because I know like Disney, it's like a special thing in voiceover people don't talk about, but where they, there's like six people that Yeah, do so like the, an ADR loop group. Were I you was, in that? I was in a kid's ADR loop group. Oh, how yeah. fun. It was so fun. It was great. And it was with John, John Lasseter. So it was playtime. Like oh, literally playtime. Um, and then I did some commercials and I did a pilot that of course never picked up with Ashley Tisdale and Kaylee Cuoco. Oh, which wow. Which clearly we're all on the, you know, clearly, same clear, level. Clearly. <laughs> right now. You're all friends. <laughs> um, and then I went to NYU and I came back and I'm still playing the same age, basically. <laughs> basically. And you studied theater in NYU? Yeah. Which was so much fun. So were your parents like, because you hear so many like theater people, acting people go, oh, I just don't want my child to pick this. Were your parents that or were they? Oh, yeah. Oh, they, they, were. they were like, if we had only talked about brain surgery at dinner, you'd want to be a doctor. <laughs> but like, they, of course, get it, you know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they couldn't help but support, which was amazing. Do you feel like you had a leg up on the business side, though, of acting that a lot of actors don't have when they move here? Yes and no. I think the no is just because so much has changed. Like, especially wow, yeah. when I came back from college, all of a sudden, like, with electronic stuff and, like... Because your parents just, probably had stacks and stacks of headshots oh, yeah. and all that. Oh, yeah. Um, and everything's, like, um, right away. Like, the fact that, you know, even voiceover auditions, my mom will have me come over and record them because it's like, we need this by 9 a.m. tomorrow. And you're like, great, because it's 7 p.m. right now and mm-hmm. I'm about to go to work and we'll find a way to do it. Mm-hmm. So she's not the tech-savvy one. So it's, like, kind of giving back in that way that I'm helping them now ah. on that side. But the leg up was, you know, I had all these friends I graduated with that would be like, maybe I'll just get, like, five commercials a year and maybe I'll just, like, I'm like, yeah, maybe, you know. <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe. But the reality is, you know, you yeah. just got to be tough and have perseverance and... It's like every quarterly cycle, you freak out and you're like, why do I do this? Yeah. And then you're like, but I wouldn't be doing anything else. No, you kind of have to do it. It's, I I posted this last on my Instagram because I was at a a casting director workshop for a commercial agent. I just, I posted it because like, I think, and I'm doing another one tonight. I was supposed to do one on Monday. It got canceled, but I did one on Tuesday, did one on Wednesday, did one tomorrow or tonight. And I thought, oh, I'm going to take a picture because so many people are like, oh, how do you get in commercials? You're mm-hmm. so lucky. And I'm like, I'm not lucky. Like, And I think I appreciate that about you is that you were always still like always taking a class, always like studying, yeah. always doing something like. You have to keep doing. You kind of never stop. Yeah. And also because like that's why we do this is because it's, it's fun. fun to create. So yeah. it's not fun to sit around. Yeah. That's when I think that's when you start to think why am I doing this is when you're just not doing it like Mm -hmm. even yourself even if you're not whether you're creating your podcast or you're creating Mm -hmm. whatever you need to do to like fulfill you artistically I think that's a big deal that's why I too I started I started a web series or I don't know what you call it not a web series it's a my own food show called Jesse oh, E. Yeah, 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 yeah. So let's <laughs> talk about that. that's why I started that because it was like, okay, I need a creative outlet I have control over mm-hmm. and I want to just have fun. Uh-huh. And so like it came out of like my other passion in life is eating. Mm-hmm. You so, are a huge foodie. Oh my God, it's such a I don't foodie. know how you're so skinny. <laughs> Do you work out like a fiend? No, no. Oh my gosh. But I think too, it's like, you know, as well, social media, your life looks so much more extravagant on social media than in real life. You're like, well, that was true. like the one dinner I ate this oh, week. The one, yeah, that's, <laughs> no kidding. It's true. <laughs> totally kidding. Um, but yeah, that's been so fun too because, you know, then you, I'm learning everything. I'm making it up. But I'm learning how to edit and, you know, when to post things and oh, what's yeah. exciting. Uh-huh. And yeah, so that's been really fun. So does it, uh, is it on YouTube? 
Yes, it's on YouTube. Is it weekly? Or is it, are you go, do you have new uh, episodes right now? Or yeah, you... I just have a new one out today. Oh, oh, awesome. Where I go to a New Orleans restaurant that's in Chinatown, which is like the most <gasps> really? random, random. And so do you get people to tape it for you? I'm doing it gorilla style. I'm literally on my cell phone, gorilla style. Um, oh, I love filming that. Filming it. Because I think too, if I like, I mean, the quality is what it is. But I think no, if you but... brought in like a camera crew, it changes the... Um, personalization of it no all of i like a sudden that. it becomes a performance versus like you're hanging out with me and i'm eating this meal and like really experiencing mm-hmm. was it good food yeah that was fun it was I, a fun one i love new orleans type food like cajun food right yeah yeah we Ooh, had po'boys and and mufalada Ooh, because there used to be a cajun place in the arts district and it closed really right by you know pie hole yeah it was just around the corner like where the umami and all that there yeah. was a cajun place that had live jazz and everything and i Ooh. heard it closed my favorite taco place is there all the time called gorilla tacos have you ever been there Mm-mm. oh it's amazing that place across the street alta has great tacos mm. they do the rice and beans have like cinnamon in them Okay. It's very different. It's good. Huh. It's very good. Highly recommend. Huh. Um, what are like your, what are some like for, sorry, everybody else not living in LA, but what are some LA like food haunts right now that you're just like jazzed about? Okay. My favorite place ever, but it's so hard to get into, but it's my favorite place is this restaurant called Maud and it's Curtis Stone. And it's not just because he's a beautiful Australian man. It's uh-huh. because the restaurant every month they change the theme. So mm-hmm. um, it's like, I went to one that was Morel's. I've been to one when it was passion fruit. And they make this entire tasting menu off of that ingredient. So oh, you wow. know it's seasonal. You know it's going to be, you know, special to that time. But it's so fun. And then it's just beautiful Where service. Is it? It's in Beverly Hills. And it used to be that you'd call at 10 a.m. for the next month and get tickets that way. But they changed it. And now it's a ticket system. So it's like buying concert tickets. And it's this whole crazy thing. But, you know, I'll save up my tips from catering and go spend a meal there because <laughs> it's totally sensible to do that because it's totally sensible <laughs> you know. so what's like your favorite like place of somebody who wants to just go to a restaurant in la mm, could go to this night i love squirrel it's total LA. where is squirrel <laughs> on virgil north virgil what is like, i've heard of that place um it's like lot there's a great um rice bowl sorrel rice bowl it's perfect for brunch there's what an amazing food toast um i would say like a um, like california mm, not healthy because it's also like there's like good toast with jam and sweets and stuff. Do you feel like LA is a foodie town? Yeah, I think it's become so. But I think the difference between LA and New York is because LA, we have like amazing produce from the farmer's market. Mm-hmm. So that changes everything because, you know, an extravagant dish here, you might not have to do too much to because you have amazing produce. Uh, Whereas like somewhere else, you know, they have, have to, to prep it a little yeah, bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Who um, do you watch Food Network and things like that? Oh, yeah. Do you like who are your chefs that you love um, or cooks? Chefs and cooks. Um, oh, I love Top Chef. Oh yeah, such a sucker for that on Bravo. It's a great show. It's so a great fun. Show. But then there's a show right now on KCET and it's on Netflix called "I'll Have What Phil's Having." Ooh, I love that name. Phil Rosenthal, who created Everybody Loves Raymond, he has this show and he's like the host of it. And he's same thing. He's just a lover of food. He's like a fangirl for food. So Love he it. travels, you know, L.A. And there's an episode in Italy with Nancy Silverton of Moza and everything. Oh, wow. And every episode, I'm a mess because it's just like beautiful. You know, music, oh. music influences your, your heart. So does food. <laughs> Have you? Oh, my boyfriend started watching it. It was really good. Oh, what's it called? It was on Netflix. It was like a documentary series. There was like 12 of them. Chef's Table? Oh, my gosh. That yeah. show. Yeah, yeah. 
Talk about beautifully shot. Beautiful. So I it's went. So, so my I always go to New York every year before the Tonys because I'm a nerd and I have yeah. to collect them all, like you Pokemon. Did. You know, got to get all the shows. You got to get all and the shows. <laughs> so now it's kind of changed. It's like I go see shows, but then I also have to like go to these restaurants that when I lived there, I'd be like, one day, one day. Oh yeah, because you went to school too. Yeah. And now I'm like, whatever, I'll just put on a credit card and deal with it later. But I went to, did you see the episode Dan Barber where he's on the farm, um, Blue Hill? Was that earlier in the season or later? Yeah, it was earlier. I haven't seen it earlier. I saw like the last like five, so I need to still watch the. Yeah, so I went to that restaurant. Was it amazing? Oh, it was beautiful. It was amazing. And his thing too, it's like literally farm to table. It's from his farm. Wow. So that was a beautiful, beautiful it's experience. It's such, such a good show. Chef's yeah. Table. Highly recommend. Dear Maddie Show brought to you by Chef's Table on <laughs> Netflix. No, it's not. Um, oh, what was that? So, um, have you seen Hamilton, the musical? No. I went for my friend's engagement party. She flew me out. Okay. Which was amazing. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to I'm just gonna do the lottery. Why, Why not? not? You know? Why of not? course. It was the same time as when was the Powerball? It was like, remember Powerball was like crazy high? Oh, it was high. like crazy, like a billion dollars. Um, and her fiance's like, you have a better chance getting the Powerball <laughs> than getting the Hamilton lottery. And I was like, I don't understand. Like magic of theater is going to happen. I totally yeah. will. Not at all. Not at all. And that was before they did electronic. It was when you would go wait in line. Oh, there now was the lottery's electronic? 1,200 people there. 1,200? Yeah. For wow. 10 tickets. So, yeah. I, I I don't know when I'll be able to see it. I have to, though. It's well, it's so... coming here, but I know you want to see it in New York. Right. Because it's not going to be Lynn, I don't think. Right. And John Groff is gone now. He was playing the king. Jonathan oh, Groff. I love Jonathan Groff. I know. And I guess be, I guess I wanted to see I him. I loved him in Beyond... Looking. Yes. I loved that show. Yes. I really liked that show It was show really a lot. good. It was. I guess Beyonce said she was stealing his walk. He's only on for like eight minutes of the entire show. And I guess the way he struts out his king crown, it's so heavy that he has to hold his body a certain way. And Beyonce went and saw the show and she went backstage and was like, I am stealing that walk. Really? So we'll never see it. Well, okay. I need, I, I'll probably just wait and see it in LA even though mm-hmm. I'm doing it. But still though, I think you'd have to get like, it's going to be crazy you to get to it here the, in LA. I think you have to buy the season. I think you do too. And that's a little pricey. And that's really pricey. Although you can buy the season for the same price you would buy a cheap or a not great ticket that's in New true. York. That's true. That's true. be like 500 bucks. That's another thing too, is that I really do want to see Hamilton, but it's a musical about capitalism and the seats <laughs> are like $1,200. Well, like it's crazy. But that's because of scalpers. I know it is What though, do you think about that? I like kind of hate it. I mean, I don't know how we stop that. Yeah. I don't. I know. I think it's one hundred percent unfair. I'm. Yeah. I don't know. I have a friend it's, in New York, and um, he called me one day. He goes, "Okay, I have a, I have a confession." I was like, "What?" He goes, "You can't tell anybody." So sorry, everybody that's listening to this. Um, he he was like, I, "I figured out a really smart plan. I'm gonna buy four tickets for December twenty sixth to Hamilton. Worst comes to worst, I see it. It's you know three hundred dollar tickets, which is the cheapest. Mm-hmm. Um, but if not, I'll just sell them." I was like, "Okay." He sold him for twelve hundred a piece, so he made wow. his rent for like half the year. Wow, Isn't that insane! Yeah, I just—that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I just—I. I mean, I guess he's smart businessman, but it's just I just. Yeah, and everybody says though, because it's like that's so much hype to spend, you know, like a month rent on a ticket, and everybody said, but it's worth it, and it's so good. Everybody freaks out. <sighs> yeah, they say it's the best thing. I know. So. Well, I'm not going to see it now. So. <laughs> um, well, all right. Well, let's let's answer a couple questions, and we'll get back to yeah. chatting. Um, 
Anything else you're working on that we need to know about? We can talk about it later, too. Yeah, yeah let's talk about it later. All right, great. All right, dear Maddie. This is from Amber. Amber, who's 28, says, Dear Maddie, I need to give advice, and since you are great at it, well, thank you, Amber, I'm asking you how. I can't get into detail because I want to protect my friend's privacy, but bottom line, my friend is dating a guy who is really, really bad for her. I don't want her to lose her friend. I don't want to lose her friendship, but myself and our other group of friends agree that we need to tell her we are worried for her. This isn't about abuse or anything terrible, but I wouldn't put it past him down the road. What's the best way to talk to her so she doesn't get defensive? Mm. Already, I think Amber's going in with this right way of what's the best way to talk to somebody without getting defensive instead of like, I need to tell her this. Right. Blame I know her we've all had. Have you been there? Have yeah, you been there? I've been you both. To... I feel like I've been both. Oh. I've been the one that people are like, ugh, this guy's not good for you. Uh-huh. And I've been where I'm like, I'm my friend should not be dating this guy. Oh, really? Yeah. Wait, I'm moving my mic a little bit. Oh, my nephew's calling me right now. It's his birthday oh. today. Dylan, I love you. You're not listening. <laughs> Don't listen to this show. I'm telling too, too much dick joke. Well, he's 18 now. He can't. Oh, yeah. Now it's okay. Yeah, yeah. Now it's okay. <laughs> so did you, you did have friends that talked to you or you yes. did not? I did have friends okay. and they, and, and I think you do have to like be, you know, be careful and it's coming from a place of love. How did you they talk to you? Um, my friend was like, I need to talk to you about something that's going to go on today and came over and then she's like, okay, also this is not okay. The way he's treating you, like you are too good for him, you know, that kind of situation. But it came from love versus it coming from an attack or blaming or, be or like, what are you doing belittling mm-hmm. right it came from a place of like listen this is not right you know did i understand did it change did it help you or was it yes it was eye opening it, oh, it was it was yeah wow yeah that's good oh i'm so and you're still friends with that person yes i still love that person <laughs> she's great but the guy's gone the guy's gone yeah oh see oh, well, amber after a while after a while after a while so just, he was hot yeah <laughs> 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 really hot. It's hard to let that go. Yeah. It's just like, uh I don't know. I know. I think that's good. I think Amber, I think it's, that's a great, like Amber, when you talk to your friend, like let them know like how much, what you love about your friend, what you think is so great about them and what you feel like just doesn't kind of sync up with the way he is. I think like some people get into trouble where they say like, you're acting like this and you're doing this now. That sh- that's going to mm-hmm. be more defensive of, hey, I love you. This is the person I know you to be. I feel like when with him, he's a different person that just doesn't match the person you are. Yeah. And putting it that way, it's much more supportive. Yeah. And no, too, like your friendships, you know, they are going to like go in and out sometimes with whatever's going on circumstantial or whatever and just trust that like maybe this month there's funkiness happening, but Mm -hmm. eventually you're going to come back together. And hopefully you will. And you know what, Amber, if you don't, it sounds like, I mean, if you don't, then this guy, if he's really that toxic, like if they got married or whatever, I don't think that would be good for you to be around this guy, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's Mm -hmm. like, it's kind of, you got to take a little bit of care of yourself. So it sounds like that would be the best way to do that. Yeah. That was quick. You got yeah. to that question. You did it. <laughs> Look at therapist Jesse. Oh, well, new title. <laughs> What's your middle name? Ashley. Jessica Ashley Evans. Just, I'm so named s- after Gone with the Wind. I was going to say that's so Southern. <laughs> your parents yeah, are actors. Mo- wow. Right, right. My mom's obsessed with Gone with the Wind. Are they from California as well? My mom is. My dad's from the South. Oh, that's why you're good folk. Where's yeah. he from? Uh, all over. Georgia, Alabama, I think. Oh, do yeah. you have family back there? Um, my aunt is still there. She's in Ooh. Savannah. 
Oh, beautiful. Mm-hmm. I've heard. I've never been. Have you been? Yeah. I've heard but I want to go gorgeous. now as an adult because it's like a crazy, you know. I've heard it's beautiful. I've heard it's great for Charleston. It's supposed mm-hmm. to have good food there. Mm-hmm. Do you do a good Southern accent then because of your family? Kind of. Yeah. 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 Like, like the, but I think it's a little pushed, heightened. It's like the Scarlets who's, you know. Oh, it's like, <laughs> it's like Blanche Devereaux exactly. and the Golden Girls. Exactly. She's actually from my hometown. Or really? she was. Yeah. So she doesn't talk because people where I'm at to talk like this is so how she made hers much more Southern. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's from Ardmore, Oklahoma. Um, all right, we got. We only have two questions today because people, you know, I guess have great lives. Yeah, so, that's good. Normally, I try to do three or four, but we only got two. Um, send your questions to dearmaddieshow dot com if you think we can help, or if you just want to help me not stare at the microphone. <laughs> I would appreciate that. Um, all right, this is from Carrie, age thirty one. She says, "Dear Maddie, I recently joined Match dot com. I know I'm not a fan of online dating. First of all, Carrie, there is no shame in online dating. Mm-mm. It's." Online dating is like the internet. I feel like it's just a way it is. Yeah. It's so the way just, it is now. It's a, it's a yeah, time. Just so accept that and just move on. Don't stress about it, Carrie. Um, all right. I'm not a fan of online dating, but what can I do? Seems like I've tried other ways. Here's my question, though. Everyone's profile, all the information is a bit overwhelming. How do I sift out who has potential and who has no potential at all? Thanks, Carrie. We're talking about some men today. (laughs) Carrie, age 31. Okay, Carrie. Well, oh, you got an opinion about well, this. Well, I think it's like, well, it's true. You cannot judge the internet dating, and I did for so long. Mm-hmm. But worse comes to worse. You go on a bad date, and then it's a great story for your friend the next day. Oh, that's such right? a great way to look at it. You know? Did you go on a lot of bad dates? Oh, so many. So Recently, some bad ones. What's, okay, what's been your worst date? Okay. Um, okay, recently I went out with this guy, and um, we had a lot of mutual friends. Okay. Like, I want to say like 30. Like okay. A lot. So when he was like, oh, let's meet at my house, I didn't think twice. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, you're not a Craigslist killer. Like, you know, yeah. you can hang out. And so I went over and he was like, here's my dogs. And he had them like making out with his face. And I was like, okay, that's a l- like, I understand your love for pets. But like, you know, like I'm just meeting you. Yeah, just meeting you. And he's like, I really want to see you cuddle with them. Like, can you cuddle with them? I really, I really want to see you like go over with them. My eyes are like, really big right now, people. Right? I'm <laughs> like, so, I'm just like going blind. I was like, um, I think they're fine over there. Like, and it's not that you're not a dog person. But no, I love that's dogs. weird. Yeah, and so then we end up going to dinner, which is fine. And then he goes, you know, I'm getting surgery next week, so you're gonna take care of me, right? Like, like um, when I get my surgery, you'll come over and take care of me. And I was like, I this just your first day? met you. I don't know anything about you, you know, except for you know your dog love and <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. So needless to say, I, I did not, I did not keep seeing that guy. Did. Did you tell him? Because obviously he texted and called you. He was a little crazy. I should have I feel known. Like, I feel like with one date, it's okay if I don't call the person back. Really? I, feel, I, I don't feel like you have to. I feel like after three dates, then you need to be like, hey, I like you, but I don't feel it. Yeah. But I feel like after one, even two dates, I think it's okay. Okay. I don't think See, it's rude. I, I don't, I don't want to ghost somebody. I'm not going to just not respond. Mm-hmm. So I will try to say something, but it always comes off really mean. So my sister's fiance always like rewrites them for me. <laughs> so like where I want to say like, uh, sorry, not into you. Like he'll be like, I had a great time. I just think, you know, we're not a great match or there wasn't a spark <laughs> or something. So you sent him that text. Yeah. Cause then like there's closure. But no, I didn't. Of, no, I didn't send him anything because he, he was crazy. He also only typed in lowercase, which I know that sounds random, but like the just, start of every sentence was always lowercase. But which you have to take effort to do that because yes. it automatically capitalizes on your phone. Yes. So I, I mentioned that I was like, yeah, like that's so funny. And what do you do? He goes, oh no, I just love it. And I was like, oh, 
okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, a little crazy. I should have known. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I, what about you? Any horrible? I, I once, you know, I was single for a long time before I met my boyfriend. Um, but I did go on some dates. I went on a blind date and my friend said, yeah, he seems like a really nice guy. And we went, we went to dinner. Um, we went to dinner on Larchmont mm-hmm. at, I don't even think that restaurant's there anymore. I forgot what restaurant it was. But we were having okay conversation. He wasn't that super interesting. Okay. But, and then in the middle of the date, um, I was kind of like, well, so what do you have planned this week? And he said, I think it's the theme. Like people don't talk about your medical shit for like the first yeah. month of dinner. Because he said, oh, I'm going to the doctor because I don't know why, but I keep having like really horrendous breath. No. <laughs> I swear to God, that's what he said. I swear to God. He's like, I don't know if it's like something in the back of my mouth. And I'm so immediately I'm thinking like, oh, God, don't try to kiss me tonight. Don't try to kiss me tonight. Like, I'm just yeah. who's said, why did we order the garlic? Yeah, whatever. I mean, it's gonna get worse. yeah, I mean, it's just might oh be like, gosh. why did he say, oh, I go to the doctor because, you know, I just have like the smallest dick ever. <laughs> so, no, actually that I'd be like, oh, this was just like I did. I, I, I dated a guy that was a stand up comedian. And this is when I learned never to um, Google stalk anybody that you're dating. You know, oh, not, it's not Google a good stock, idea. but you know, like you're like curious. You're like, mm-hmm. hmm, what's their Instagram look mm-hmm. like, or what's whatever. And so he was a stand-up comedian, and he had a set all about like, I have the smallest penis ever. This whole thing, and I was like, oh, okay, okay. And then like, yeah. <laughs> now you're thinking about that on the day, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, that yeah. um. Then I went on another day with a guy, and I thought we were we met on Tinder. Mm-hmm. This is about like three. No, let's see. I've been with my boyfriend for like year and a half almost so this was probably like you know this maybe like two years ago i'm so excited this guy was black because you know i love black men um he was professional he had just gotten a miniature schnauzer puppy perfect i have a miniature schnauzer like i'm imagining our dogs together (laughs) he does work yeah and but he volunteers for like He's on the board of directors for like a nonprofit that works with music and mm-hmm. children. And I'm like, his undergrad degree was in classical music as mine was. Perfect. I'm like, he's from the South. Yeah, soulmate. I was like, this is happening. And he was the most boring person. Really? Like he just wasn't, I just, you know, like, I don't care if I'm, sorry, Carrie. I realize you <laughs> asked a question. <laughs> But more about art. What, what yeah, is, dating is horrible, Carrie. Look at all these stories. <laughs> Carrie, we're going to get to you in a minute. Let me tell a story. It's a good story. Um, it just made me realize that I don't care what people do. I just need them to be passionate about something in their lives. I don't care if it's – I love – I literally yes. love stamps. Like my boyfriend is not quote-unquote artistic at all, but he loves like reading books about entrepreneurship and like real estate. He loves yes. it. And like he loves to talk about it. and. I, it's not like sometimes my eyes glaze over, but I like the passion that he has for exactly, it. Exactly. Exactly. You'd be excited about something. And that guy was like, oh, I work. I come home. <laughs> and that was literally, that was it. And yeah. I'm like, do you go do stuff? He's like, oh, you know, not really. No. Those are the times when I will count. I'll Like in my head when they're talking or if there's a silence, I'll just like count and be like one, two, three. <laughs> like that's the game I play with myself. I'm like, how many seconds? <laughs> Will it take to get to something interesting? Is that horrible? Is that like a weird thing nobody else does? <laughs> yep. Oh, 
have fun and be like, oh, this person looks interesting. Go I think for it. We're telling these, you know what? I think there's a, there is a rhyme and a reason to our madness. We're telling these stories and laughing about them because I think we're we're showing you, Carrie, that you really can't take take dating seriously, at, le- at least at first. At first. You got to go for it. You got to go for it. And you've just got to like try to have the fun in it because honestly, it's such a, especially... The thing that's weird about online dating is that at first it feels like you're forcing a little bit, like you're forcing a meet where yeah. if you meet somebody at a bar, it kind of can happen or even like at a, I don't know, a picnic or a church or a volunteer, it can happen a little bit more organically. Whereas this is like, hey, I'm not sure this is going to work out. I'm not sure either. Why don't we go to a weird place and eat together, which hopefully you're not an ugly eater. You know, <laughs> some people eat weird. So that's odd enough so might as well laugh about it and if the other person you're with on a date like calls to attention how kind of weird and awkward this whole dating thing is chances are they're going to be more relaxed you're going to be more relaxed and if they get your sense of humor they're going to be more fun and it's all common now that's what it is yeah even even texting and making plans with anybody that's our our culture now so yeah you know it's no different than anything else it's not so there you go, Carrie. I think you just need to relax. I think if you're getting overwhelmed by everybody's profile and match, then maybe do Tinder mm-hmm. or do something like that where there's not a ton of information. Yeah. Or go through like, I would be like, I'd be like one, two, I've got the seventh one, I'll check. Or the seventh one will be my soulmate. And lots of times mm-hmm. it'd be like somebody I'm not interested in, but at least it was a game. At least it was a game. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, Sophie's loving you. All right. So. Well, Carrie, that's, that's what we got for. Hopefully that helped. Um, <laughs> So that's it for questions. So now we're at Celebrity Shit the Bed. Okay. So this is the point of the show where we talk about just something that's been on your mind, in your heart. Um, any, I don't know, anything that, you know, you're... Let's see. You're, I don't know. You're, well, you're I did go to Harry Potter World yesterday. What? Yes. This is what you lead with. I'm so sorry. This is it's what you lead long. with. I want to go in. No, but I want to go in October. Oh. I want to go in the fall. Yeah. How is it though? Okay. I feel like everybody I know got to go there early. Yeah, well, but it was except open. for me. It was just you could. It wasn't like they were special. What they just mean? bought a ticket. Even before April. Yeah. Yeah. It, it just happened to be open. Which I didn't nobody told us I that. I know. I know. And I guess, too, if you went up to the booth and you bought your ticket and you said, is Harry Potter open? They would say no, but it really was. It was like a soft opening. They were practicing. So it was open this whole time. <sighs> but regardless, it's like in L.A. It's so in you can LA. go. I got a season pass because I was like, oh, it's $10 more. How much is the season pass? I think it's like one nineteen. I knew they would raise it. Right. Because it used to be like 40 nothing. bucks. That, like you buy. Let's be honest. There's nothing there's to not, do there. There's like the Transformers <laughs> ride and that's it. That's it. That's yeah. pretty much it. And overly priced food. And overly um, priced food. But it's down the street from me. So I'm like, I might as well get a season pass because then I can be like, hey, you want to get happy hey. hour at Hogwarts? <laughs> you know? Can they serve booze there? Um, Yeah. There's, I guess there are. Is there go. actual beer and butterbeer or do they make two no. different versions? Okay. It's basically, oh, so I bought it, butterbeer. Okay. It's frozen and it's basically like a frozen caramel drink. Is it good? Yeah, it was great. So tell me about Harry okay, Potter. Okay, so here's the, here's the magic of it. It is magical. You walk in and there's just something about everybody's face is in awe. It really is the magic and the wonderment and, and um, you know, Let's be honest. There's a lot of stores. It is a lot about merchandising. It is a lot about merchandising. Because every store is, you know, on in Hogsmeade that sells things and they're selling the Harry Potter stuff. Yeah. But regardless, it's so magical. All the kids bought their wands oh, and yeah. they can go in front of things and do a spell and something will appear. 
That's in smart. each little thing. So, that's so there's genius. like batteries in the wands. Um, yeah, you can get it. You can get the activated one or the non-activated one. You know. Okay. Um, but the ride. This is what has stood in my brain since yesterday. There's this ride, and I forget what it's called, but something like the Dark Arts or whatever. And it says it's a half hour wait. No, it's not. It just takes a half hour to walk through the line because it's perfectly designed. And oh, then yeah. there's all these things to see and these amazing like graphics and, and um, projections. And then the ride is the most terrifying thing I have ever done. Like I literally screamed for my life as if I really? thought I was going to die. Yeah. Is that the one I heard it like has like some serious G's on it? Yes, what? Like G-forces. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's insane. Is it a roller coaster? No, well, kind of. I mean, there are things where you're upside down. It's as if you're flying. You're upside down? Yeah, and the the car does kind of go upside down at some points, but you're basically, I don't want to give too much away. Oh, but it's like the car ride with uh, the flying car. Kind of, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but... But at one point, there is a life-size dragon attacking you, life-size spiders, and then the Dementors that the reason it's so spooky is because they're bigger than you. So it's not like a Disneyland where you see like the little, you know, like caricatures and it's cute. There's literally like a life-size Dementor trying to kill you. That's the most terrifying thing I've ever been in my entire life. Like a scream, bloody murder. I've never screamed so much in my Are life. Are there like people dressed, like where you go to Disneyland, there's, you know, Mickey Mouse. Is that, right. Are people dressed up as like... Not really. Like... There's the, um, what are the other schools, you know, like the girls that are all in the blue? They um, do the a little The blue or Hufflepuff? I think. No, oh, no. When um, they do the, blue, blue, the tournament. Um, uh, Beau Okay. Is that the Beau Maybe, yeah. When they do the Triwizard yeah. Tournament? So they do like a little dance. And then there's a lot of people in robes. Okay. Um, but it's not like you're like, let's take a picture with Harry Potter. Now, now <laughs> a question. All the people that work there, do they have to speak in a British accent? No. <laughs> Why not? Come that would on. be so good. That, you know what? That's what was lacking. What? That is why I felt like I, that, that was, was lacking. Because you feel like you're in California. <laughs> what if somebody's like, I don't care if it's like Dick oh, Van Dyke Cockney accent. It would have been so Poppins. good. It would be like, oh, yeah, um, Harry Potter. <laughs> Some Co- butt of beer. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I just yeah. blew out the mic. But that's oh come yeah, on, that was lacking. You're right. Fail Harry Potter Total world. Fail. fail. I'm over it. Yeah, but it was pretty. It was pretty incredible. Does the castle look great? Yeah, it's 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 insane. How it's, big is the whole park? Well, because they tore out. Because um, I don't even know the where the amphitheater. They're the Universal. Did you ever go there? The Universal. Oh, I saw Tenacious D there. Did you really? They were awesome. I saw. NSYNC with Britney Spears open up for them. There. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. But that was like my childhood like venue. Oh, so wow. So my dreams are broken. They tore it down. Yeah, But yeah, they yeah. did build Harry Potter. So it's just that area? Yeah. So it's that. I mean, but it is a tiny park. Yeah. I, that's it. Because I went to Universal like a year ago. Mm-hmm. And I didn't see anywhere where there's construction for Harry Potter World. So you're kind of like, where are they building this thing? And then I felt like all of a sudden they said, it's done. Yeah. And then you're on the 101, you can see the castle. Oh, you can? Yeah. That's what's crazy. As you're driving now, you're like, oh, what's up, Hogwarts? Really? Yeah. Oh, I have to look in the right place. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to add on to it. Surely they will. I don't know. That's the thing, though. In Orlando, they have space. Right. Here, they don't have that. Right. And it's on a mountain. So it's a little harder to just... I know. But I'm like a total amusement park junkie, so that was pretty fun. Oh, you no, know, I would love I it. I may not be able to pay my DWP bill, but I can no, like no. justify. <laughs> can you get, can you do everything there in one day? I think so. I think so. Was it crowded? No. It was the middle. I mean, yesterday was, you know, the middle of the week. Well, in the afternoon. school's still going on. School, yeah, that's probably why. Um, but the longest ride was that 30-minute thing. 
And wow. it didn't even matter because you're walking through oh, and awesome. so excited. I'm already planning on October. I want to do it in October. I think that's perfect. I think that's great. It was hot. It was hot. Yeah, I don't, I don't I want it to feel like fall. Mm-hmm. Although it's, October gets really hot in LA. I know. It doesn't make it. Now, no. From now until October. One day that it. it feels like fall, I'm going to go. Yeah. I don't know when that's going to I don't be. have central AC, so it's Ugh. just, you know, I'm oh. like on those dating apps, got to meet somebody that has central AC. Wait, so you live in the valley? <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm North Hollywood. And you don't have AC in the no. valley? I have a I have a living room unit because it's an old building. Oh, so you at least have a unit. Okay. Yeah. Because I don't have any of that. Oh, really? No, okay. we normally don't need as much. Do you leave the, door, the windows open? Uh, pretty much. I have in my garage uh, a like a window unit. I hate it. It looks so crappy, but um, I'll, I do that like a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But still... Yeah, wow, it gets hot. It gets Do you have a hot. roommate? No, I'm by myself now. I oh. had a roommate for four years, and then he fell in love, Aww. and which is great. Um, and now I'm all by myself because I was like, mm, I don't want to live with a random person. Mm, and like, I'm really fun to live with. So Do you like living by yourself? I love it. I love it. It's the best. Oh, that's great. It's so much fun. Where do I your mean, parents live? They're um, they're in the Valley, too. They're in Valley Village. So I, I love Valley Village. It's great. Is that where you grew up? Yeah. So I grew up there. And that's still, you know, where I do my laundry. Oh, <laughs> Don't worry, I'm a full adult and I still You're do my laundry adult. at home. So, like, <laughs> do you feel like, do you have any, like, um, growing up in L.A., like, do you feel like, did you have any, like, cool Hollywood moments or experiences that you feel like you're, even now looking back on, you're like, oh, kids everywhere else never have that experience. Yeah. Um, I Not that I'm jaded, but I went to this... Um, private school that was like all celebrities and celebrities kids oh okay so um like it was kind of annoying that you were always in that oh yeah um but then i would do summer programs and i'd talk about like oh yeah even just working as an actor those kinds of, kinds of things and i was so rare like people didn't know that like people really were working actors mm. or i think you know movie premieres and stuff that was a big deal um, that that is a foreign concept to anybody. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. You know? They're like, oh. Uh-huh. And you're like, oh, yeah, it's normal. Yeah, or sing, or sing celebrities. Do you have friends now that were either actors or whatever that are huge stars now that are your friends? Um, they're starting to. Who's the most like, famous person you know? <laughs> I know you probably won't say. It's fine. Um, so give it to yourself. No, but it's exciting. Things are happening. Like, you know, people I graduate with are on Broadway. And then... Um, oh, really? That's yeah. awesome. So it's... Ex- you know, that gives us hope. It's like, no, it is our time. It you is. Know? I have friends from undergrad who are like doing... Um, from cause my undergrad's in opera, so mm-hmm. I'm not seeing them. But I have friends that like, you know, sing with Domingo and all this. Yeah. And like come and do LA opera. And that is cool because... yeah. You see them have that, but I don't have anybody who's like, I don't have anybody who's, you know, like, oh, that person on his show. Well, I have my one friend, Tone, who's like always on the new NBC show. Oh, but, cool. But we'll see. We'll yeah, see. that's great. That's fun. But yeah, I feel that way too. I wouldn't be jealous. I want to, I just you, want it. Exactly. Sorry, I don't know if y'all are going to hear this. Something's going down in the neighborhood. Oh, I feel like the mic's picking up some sirens, y'all. So watch out. It sounds like it's close. It's coming. It's coming. Don't get us. Huh. Um, all right, let's get to, um, that was a good celebrity shit the bed. Harry Potter oh world. I, I know, not random. I was like, you've read the books, right? Of course. And my freshman year roommate is obsessed, like obsessed. She's who I'm going to be her bridesmaid. Aww. Um, but there was only three movies at the time. And so she used to watch them like in sync, like one, two, three, one, two, three, like every single week. So I saw them a lot oh, after wow. that time. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, but I love it. I used to go to the midnight screenings. I went to the midnight book releases. But you, uh, but you, because you're a big reader, yeah. right? Yeah, mm, no. 
No. But you've read. Have you? You know what? Speaking of voiceover, have you ever listened to the Harry Potter books? No, they're fantastic. Really? I'm I'm a person that reads the last chapter, like after I read the first chapter. Do you really? I do. <gasps> I don't do it as much anymore, but I knew I couldn't do that with Harry Potter. Yeah. So I listened to them. Uh huh. Um, and the first time I listened to it was on a car trip. We were like bored as hell. It was like a twelve-hour car ride. Um, we made it like two hours of music and we stopped at like a Walmart and mm-hmm. I said, oh, let's get Harry Potter. My mom says it's good. It's a kid's book, but oh well. And so we like, we listened to that one in like three hours and we had to stop at another Walmart. We're like, where's the second book? <laughs> um, but um, it's Jim Dale. Do you know who that is? No. He's pretty, I mean, he was, um, do you remember the old Pete's Dragon? Oh yeah. He does the, the guy who's like the villain who says the money, mon- the oh, alchemist yes. That's Jim Dale. Okay. He is so good. He's won an Oscar or Grammy for it. Wow. It's highly recommended. Okay. It's great. That's kind of great. Great, great, great. Um, All right. So chatty, many questions. Okay, I'm ready. Here you go. Like, you were, are are you nervous? Yeah. I know, no. I feel like the James Lipton when he like. Oh, what's your favorite cuss word? All right. Chatty, many, number one. What's your most memorable childhood smell? Um... I'd have to say my mom's perfume, L'Air mm. de Tomp. Ooh. It's like this like perfume bottle that has birds on top. But she it was like such a distinct perfume smell. She still wears it to this day. Which well, I don't even know where you get that. Like at, I think like Macy's and whatever department stores. Um but yeah. And that's like that's like also turned me on to like always like you always have to like wear nice scents and you, you did. Know. I told you like five times. You smelled good when <laughs> you came God. here. Thank God. Thank God. I don't want to smell. Sophie, stop itching your foot, baby. Come on. Sorry, my dog itches her foot. All right, Chatty Maddie number two. What was the name of your memoir? Oh. Mm. Only fun and random stories. <laughs> oh, you have a lot of random stories. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. Yeah. Because you're a good conversation. Because you can walk into a conversation and you can be like, I have a random story about that. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's really funny. <laughs> it was just something more regal, like the success and whatever. No, it's <laughs> Tales true. of a talent. Tales of a talent. <laughs> um, all right. Chatty Manny number three. Best piece of advice you'd wish you'd taken earlier? Um, it was probably anything to do with people I've dated from my friends. <laughs> do you remember anything specific? Like, spe- um, I think just to like value myself. Mm. Which I take to this day now. Yeah. Yeah. You would think that that would be innate, but that's a thing we have to learn, isn't it? It's true. It's so true. It's so much easier to tell people you love that too. Yeah. Than to tell yourself. What do you think you value about yourself more now that maybe you didn't five years ago? Um, I think, uh, especially in acting, it's like you feel you have to prove, you have to prove to get like people, you know, to like you or to cast you or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, you have to go there and do it for yourself and not in like a, you know, like method masturbatory way but like you know like no, no I'm that's doing what this I've because worked with this is what I'm meant to do yeah. and this is what I'm excited about and um in everything not just acting like in my lunch today I'm excited about this and mm-hmm. it's for me mm-hmm. yeah that's a good one value oh, I love that um Chatty man number four. What day would be your Groundhog Day? It's so funny. You asked this. You said, is that a positive day? I know. It's like- but it could be a negative. Well, I mean, if you want to live the worst day of your life over and over and over again, yeah, you can. No, no, I, I don't no, know. Like, no. But so what day would you like? It would you're obviously like, be, I think, February 12th. That was a pretty great day. Like, that was the best day 
as that we're talking about Just, we're back to Justin. <laughs> no, right? Back it always Justin. goes back to Justin. It career wise and just like how many years leading up to that meeting my mm-hmm. idol and really, the love of my life. And it made him yeah. real. I think I think it helped me move on to like be in real relationships. <laughs> like, I was like, no, I you're right I'm going to only be with him my entire life. And then I met him like, okay, he is a real person and um, he is married and I need to move on. I love that. I love still that he recognized you. Oh, I hope God. he would recognize oh, me. My God. I, hope he, I think he would. I think he would. I he really think that, and I'm not saying this to be like <laughs> silly. I really feel like we would hang out. I feel like we will hang out with him. I think so. I think so. I think like that just because... Because we're friends. Yeah, we are friends now. We're, we're at that point. We're our friends now. I'm one, I'm glad that they're not showing pictures of their baby, but I want to see his baby. I know. I know. I know. I want to have his baby. Me too. Oh. Like such a beautiful baby. Such a beautiful baby. He is just so beautiful. Okay. Inside and out. Mm-hmm. Inside and out. Okay. Chatty Matter number five and mm-hmm. the last one. When are you most inspired? Mm, I think... A lot of different random times. One is like if I see a performance that just blows me away, mm-hmm. I am so inspired. Like there's been some theater plays that I've seen that just changed what I knew about performing or theater or directing mm. that that inspired me so much that made me want to like learn everything about, you know, experiment, uh, experimental theater or mm-hmm. that kind of director. I think the other time is like when I am failing it's that weird moment where you're like no what can i do to get back up and that's like on the littlest thing i know i love that somebody who was it it was just within a couple months somebody said i'm most inspired when i'm at my lowest yeah because i it makes me think of what can i do next to get out of this and i thought that's such a beautiful way of looking at that i've never so i love that yeah yeah and sometimes it can be from like you know silly things like editing the editing a video and you're like it's ruined. What can I do? And then you find like, oh, if I didn't have this fail, like I wouldn't have come up with this amazing idea to change it this way. Mm -hmm. Or it can just be from like, "Uh, I have, you know, Mm -hmm. nothing going on creative and then you need to create Mm -hmm. something. Yeah. I love that. I love that. I love that. I love that. Well, so now tell everybody where they can find all things about you. All Everything about, about me. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, well, my food thing is jessieeats.com. So Perfect. I have a Twitter, I have an Instagram, I have a Facebook. We can put that somewhere. Awesome. The new episode's um, out. Well, we're, this episode's not going to air today, but we have a new episode on April 21st. So Yeah. Oh, fun. Um, uh, how often do you do Are you have new episodes planned for that? Or so you just finished that little spot? Yeah, I just finished that one. So I have a whole bunch more in the works. So it takes a lot know, of time. It's time. I, it's time. I'm, it's yeah. money. Because, you know, I like to go pay for these things. I'm not famous yet. Yeah, I'm, you're not getting the free meals no, yet. No. Yet. Yet. Exactly. <laughs> yet. Any other projects? Or, uh, or no, anything just, you, you know, about? still going out as an actor. So Have you had a good pilot season? No. I finally, I went out on one David Fincher pilot. Oh, wow. So, like, if that was the one, that's great. You, and when you met him, you said, Justin told me you were great. <laughs> I know, right? You're like, Justin, you're like, JT, my friend. JT, my friend. You know, Just, Um uh, well, also too though, but you like congratulate. You just got theatrical rep, not yeah. Right. So, so things are be- now happening, and you know you have to take every little success too. Julianne Moore came to talk to us at NYU, and oh my I was God. like dying oh over my her she's, she's like my favorite, gorgeous, beautiful, all in black, so cool. But she said something that stood out that was like, 
every step you have to really you have to celebrate and it's whether like now I'm getting auditions celebrate that now I'm starting to get callbacks you have to celebrate that you know mm-hmm. so um, yeah now with my representation it's like I gotta celebrate that because that means you know the next stair up yeah yeah I love that well, what celebrate that what can you celebrate today everybody think about that um I love that. Well, and I do understand with the video. I'm doing Dear Maddie YouTube videos, so hopefully mm-hmm. it's up by the time people are listening to this. Good Lord. I don't know. I hope so. Um, but for the rest of you, go to DearMaddieShow.com, uh, and that's where you can find all information. Please bring your questions to my show. Yeah. Otherwise, I... Otherwise, we're just... I'm just going to have you back, and we're going to talk shit. about Justin the whole time. <laughs> um, but yeah, DearMaddieShow.com. Ask your questions. Uh, all things social media at the Matt Mar. And yeah, do something for someone this week. And do something for yourself. I love that. Yeah, let's do that. And um, thank you so much. Yay! I love you so much. This, this was, was great. so special. We'll talk. We'll see everybody um, hopefully next week. Okay, bye. Bye.